What's crack? Big dogs. Welcome. Bite to the channel. Welcome. Bite to the headquarters. Yeah. We're here. We're alive. It's a Saturday. I'm in the fucking office. So where else would I be? You don't get an office unless you're working on Saturdays. Ironic, isn't it? Today, we are doing a full 2022 fantasy football mock draft. But there's a little twist to it, okay? Purple, nurple, action. Underdog, Underdog Fantasy, released a super flex draft option. On their platform. And I for one. Couldn't be more rocked up about it. So they now have full. Super flex drafts on there. And they are tournament style. Which makes it even more fun. Because we can fuck around. Start putting together real. Freaky naughty type teams. Okay. Shoot for upside. Shoot for some fun. But we get an idea of the ADPs. For a lot of these super flex players. Earlier on man. And. Y'all can draft with me on there. You guys can go draft without me, right? You don't need my permission. You don't need my I feel like I'm a, you know, I've 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 done fathered most of y'all already. And I'm letting you out into the wilderness. I'm letting you out into underdog fantasy to become drafters on your own. I believe in you. So today we're doing a full super flex draft. And I need people to fill these, fill this thing up for me because I can't actually create a private invite link. And since this is a live stream, yes, we will be having um, some Q&A as well because these drafts are long. They're like an hour long, 20 rounds, uh, super flex, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end. And I'm actually not sure if the new format is still a normal flex along with the super flex or we just fucking souped it up to Mars and it's straight super flex, no regular flex action. Regardless, though, make sure you check out Underdog Fantasy after you watch this draft, underdogfantasy.com. The link down below will take you directly to your app store, whatever type of mobile application you are using, and download that beach. And if it is your first time depositing, because these are tournaments, these are money games, make sure you use the promo code BDGE. That's going to get you a 100% deposit match. So if you throw 10, you're going to get 20. If you throw 20, you're going to get 40, and so on, and thus forth forward. Marlon, my dog, where are the marks next? Bro, it's still in the AM. Oh, no, it's the PM. You got, you caught me slipping. Uh, no, I have I have a lot of plans today, so I need to, like, keep my wits about me a little bit. After the stream, I got to run back down to by my apartment to look at another apartment, and then I got to run over to the East Village to look at another apartment over there. So we got bike-to-bike apartment, look at, look at appointments, and then at 6 o'clock, I got reservations for... A uh, this place called Bathtub Gin in Chelsea, which is actually a speakeasy. So we got reservations for dinner there, which is fun. And then, and then we got a comedy show at eight o'clock. Uh, Craig, Craig Robinson, y'all know Craig Robinson, Pineapple Express, whatever, whatever. So I got a busy ass day. I need to pace myself, Marlon. All right, just like these drafts that are twenty rounds long, we need to pace ourselves. Bathtub Gin, Matt knows. What's good, Matt? Still out there creeping in Brooklyn. I see you. How many apartments do you go through in a year? What do you mean do I go through? You sign one year lease. So I go through one apartment a year. I'm I'm a I'm a big mover though, dude. Like I am a I'm not someone who likes to stay in one place. What's the link to join the underdog? Oh, I, I can't have a link yet, but it is here. Uh let me stop fucking bullshitting. We'll get into the QA in a sec. Let's get the draft going. So if you're on underdog, what you're gonna see is this front screen. And if you scroll over here, this little ticker here, it's going to take you to the big board, but super flex. All right. So it's like big board, but make it a super flex. We're going to do a 30 second per pick. So if you join within the next, you know, 10 seconds, 15, 30 seconds, you'll probably get in the pick in the draft with me. So this is a tournament, $300,000 in guaranteed prizes closes at nine, eight. So this round I'm sure is going to close and uh, all the other stuff's there. 30 seconds per pick. You can do an eight-hour per pick, which I love. If you want to rip off like 17 of these and just have them going, it's a slow draft. Uh, and you can kind of make a pick every like 20 minutes or so. That, that's that's my ideal way to do it. Yes, you can take my all my fucking money. All right, so we have 
four people besides myself in here right now, so we have to wait for the rest of the spots to fill. I hope you beautiful people can jump in there um, and fill it with me. I wish I could share this link with you guys. But for now, we'll just take some some Q and Q and assault. Again, y'all, if you don't have the link to Underdog, uh, it's the first one down in my description to help you download it. Use promo code BDGE when you deposit for a first-time 100% deposit match. They also do a lot of like uh, player prop games that I know you guys are super, super into. And right now, if you've never played, they do these special lines, which are fucking just magical because they're an auto-win. You have to pick at least two lines in order to actually like submit any money. But a lot of the times, they'll do shit like this where they just, you know, they want you to win. Underdog wants you to win. They want you to enjoy their platform. Okay, that's what a good company does. And they're one of the best out there. You take the over. Obviously, this guy's going to score. This guy's a beast. He's going to be the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. They're giving you a .5 points tonight versus Virginia Tech. So it's an auto-dub. Now you just got to choose another uh, another player here. I don't really follow basketball. Hmm. What do we like here? I need another over-under. DeMar, 41 and a half rebounds and assists and points. Giannis. Chris Middleton, sharpshooter. We out here. All right, let's throw uh, 20 down there. We're going to win 60. Just You have an auto fucking dub in one of them, and now you just got to hope Chris Middleton scores three fucking three-pointers. Boom, underdog. Oh, they don't pick him in NY at this moment? What? What happened? I've played these here before. Uh, it's nonsense. Nonsensical, but y'all get the point. Whoa. Either way. Um, oh, shit. We got to go back to the drafts. Make sure we didn't start yet. Active. Oh, we got it. Let's go. It filled up. Starting in 10 seconds. So I'm picking from the 106. Brody, I see you. Verzi, Dylan. And oh, man. A lot of familiar names. I love y'all, man. You guys are the best. Niha, I don't think I recognize the rest of the names. But we're in here. We've got the sixth pick. And now, if we can minimize this so I can still see the comments in the chat. Let me get that out of here. How do I get that comment off the screen? There we go. So we've got Josh Allen, Josh Herbert, or Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. You guys are going to rip me. Yes, I fucking made a mistake. Listen. Listen, I'm here for an hour. There are going to be a lot of mistakes making today, made today. My brain is big brain. Most of it's not functional, though. Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, Lamar, Jackson. Let's see what the starting lineup is. Uh, do they have it listed here? I don't know. Okay, 106. I think you basically have to start off with a quarterback in this type of format. Uh, Kyler and Joe Burrow are... The two that I would be looking at next are my favorite quarterback behind the ones that have already gone. And as much as I love Burrow, I have a hard time taking him over Kyler. I feel like if we can get a full Kyler season without being hurt, without all the fucking nonsense, we're going to get a monster year. DeAndre Hopkins missed a lot of it, but he was so, so good while he was healthy. Maybe that's a mistake, but I like Kyler over Joe Burrow just a little bit. Um, so in these formats, this is a best ball format for those of y'all that are new to underdog. And what best ball means is it takes the best players at each position. So you're drafting a big team. We're drafting 20 rounds, so 20 players, no kickers, no defense. And it automatically, the software automatically takes it and it starts the best player at each position, depending on what the starting roster is here. It's the super flex, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, et cetera. Um, what that means is you're going to need to have minimum three quarterbacks, okay? And if you do the math, there's 12 players in this league. There's only 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. So realistically, everybody can't have three starting quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are going to score the most points at the position, right? Week in and week out, the quarterback is going to give you the highest floor, probably the highest ceiling. So it is mandatory that you have them in your lineups every single week. You can't be going big, in a tournament that's going to that's gonna pay you $300,000 and expect to win when you're putting up fucking zeros in a spot where everybody else is putting up 22 points or whatever, okay? So we have three skill position players go off the board in the first. Jonathan Taylor, or four. Christian McCaffrey, Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry. What are you, how are you guys feeling about Christian McCaffrey this year? Are we, ba are we bike? Are we fucking big bike on him? 
I'm taking him. I think he's my RB3 right now. I think I have Taylor, then Henry, then C-Mac, but I'm probably going to argue myself into taking C-Mac over Derrick Henry when the season finally comes around. Uh, So I'm up in three more picks. We have a huge run of quarterbacks naturally because it is super flex. Rodgers, Stafford, Prescott, Lanson. You know, my favorite thing about underdog is obviously that the ADP is hella sharp because everybody that plays in these tournaments, everybody that plays in these drafts, is playing for money. So everyone takes it seriously. And I'm I'm a fucking serious guy. I don't like to joke around. So when you get me in my bag out here with 11 other serious people, it was one of my best self. One person cracks a fucking joke and all ADP goes to hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry. It's inappropriate. Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase. Okay, so we've got a little bit of a wide receiver run. See, the thing in this kind of format is like, I, I don't think I would ever start taking wide receivers early. The positional value goes even further down now, right? Like you have um, running backs and, ooh, ooh, interesting. So we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with Hurts. We don't know what's going to happen with the Eagles. But I have heard that Deshaun Watson going to the Eagles is probably very unlikely, which makes me like Hurts a lot more. The reason, you know, most of you guys might be saying like Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, he's going to get traded. Yes, but he could still very much come away with like a six, eight, some some big type of uh, suspension. So I'm going to take Deshaun Watson here. I do think in a tournament style, though, Deshaun Watson's a pretty damn good pick because you're shooting for an obscure lineup. You're shooting for upside, especially at the end of the season. When you get into the tournament playoff mode, you're trying to outscore everybody. And Deshaun Watson will be on the field, you know, comes week 15, 16, 17, whatever the tournament's actually set up as. And he will be someone who puts you in a position to succeed because he'll be one of the highest scoring players in this type of format. Um, so Watson's a good pick there. I don't know why I just played it safe there. I'm a fucking coward and I won't do it again. But I got two quarterbacks. I would, listen, I, I, I wouldn't even be upset starting three quarterbacks in this format. It is impossible imperative because there's going to be buys there's going to be busts there's going to be injuries you need to make sure all of your quarterback slots are filled it's so important jefferson we have kelsey we have fields now i can't even talk about the players i want because most of you guys are in the stream while i'm drafting this is a sick sick it comes up as Nick BDG as a code. Yeah, I think either work. Honestly, BDG, Nick BDG, fucking Nikki, Nikki Poo, Nikki Clickbait, Nikki Big Dog. Anything you want to throw in there. That's a lie. Just BDG and Nick BDG works. Was good, ho. That's just inappropriate. C-Mac is hella cheap. Yeah, I mean, listen, like, injuries eventually plague you. If you're someone that drafted him two years... Here's the thing, like, if you're someone who's drafted him either last year or two years ago, which basically encapsulate, like, all of fantasy football players, right? Like, one way or another, you're in multiple leagues over a two-year period. Like, you probably drafted C-Mac, and you're sick of his shit. You're sick of his shit, right? We have the never drafting C-Mac again. That's it. Yeah, Watson outside. I'm telling you, though, the, the thing is, like, we don't know what the uh, suspension is going to be like. There's a very good chance that the NFL suspends him. So we're in the middle of the third round. Dalvin Cook's still sitting here. Alvin Kamara's still sitting here. Oh, boy. What quarterbacks we got sitting here? I should probably take a quarterback, but we're going to take Cook because I have no fucking faith in a Dalvin Cook staying healthy for the year. But, again, we're shooting for upside in these type of tournament plays. So if Cook does stay healthy, he's got that 24 to 25 point per game upside something that you love to see so we've got kyler we've got jalen hurst we've got dalvin cook i like how the team's shaping up so far we're early in the race but we sprinted that first hundred meters really fucking fast you know fact shout out underdog man they're always listening to us i've been telling them to push the super flex stuff for a long time and they push it out and i'm happy i'm happy for me i'm happy for my family and i'm mainly happy for my ancestors who get to witness me do this DJM plus Renfro or Lamb PPR Dynasty. Uh, whoo! I'm gonna be. I would. I think I'll take Lamb there straight up. I think without Amari Cooper, we're going to see just an absolutely crazy, crazy year out of CD Lamb. I think with Darren Waller bike, Renfro will take a little bit of a dip down back to earth, and then DJ Moore, man, we just haven't. 
here's I mean, if D, if Deshaun Watson goes to Carolina, that's going to be sexy for him. But I don't know. I think we just continue to project some upside for DJ Moore. That's probably just not there. Rob A, last season should be considered time served for any suspension. No criminal charges let him play. That's that's a very fair point. I don't want to dive into like the politics of it, but he did miss an entire year waiting for it. So it doesn't really make a fucking difference when a bunch of people on YouTube are saying, but nice down pick. Make sure you grab Madison a round or two early. Nah, we don't we don't we don't do handcuffs in this type of league. If this was a regular fantasy football like redraft league, yes, I would um I would be drafting Madison. Let's see what we got here. I think you guys can see the board, right? So within the first three rounds, we have 18 quarterbacks go off the board. I'm telling you, that's even, that's like not enough. It's not enough. You need minimum three, probably four quarterbacks in this in this format. Because one, you're getting the two highest scorers each week. So if you have four quarterbacks, the two highest scorers are probably going to combine for 50 points weekly. If you have three, that number is probably going to drop down to like 43 points per, uh, per week. If one of them gets hurt, you're going to have weeks where there's bottom. Let me tell you something. Let me fucking tell you something. We're doing this all wrong. And it stinks because we're not going to be able to actually have any backup and stats to... To, to bite this what I'm this amazing informational shit I'm saying to you until uh ooh who this yeah let's go oh fuck did I accident yeah I think I accidentally I love Instagram dog Instagram's a goat I don't know why I just whispered that that was some fucking sus shit I just did right there I have my reasons I have my reasons. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb. I'm going to be on the clock in two to three picks. Do we have any stacks here? Philly and uh, Kyler. I could go with the DeAndre Hopkins stack here. Do we trust that? Would we rather take one of these running backs? We have Saquon, Antonio Gibson, Aaron Jones, Cam Akers, Brees Hall, J.K. Dobbins. They all have very, very high flaw rates, I would think given uh, what we're seeing here do we take another quarterback nah I I'm gonna take that stack here I'm gonna take the D hop stack with Kyler we have a tight end Darren Waller is pretty sexy pick here as well down at the 407 I know what you guys are saying Cam Akers Cam Akers Cam I actually can't see the chat so I don't know if you're saying that but I'm assuming you are Nobody was higher on Cam Akers than I was going into last year prior to the Achilles tear. I loved the situation. It was like a perfect storm for a fantasy player. Three downs. We saw the work, the workload the year before, so we knew they trusted him. He can catch passes. He's big. He's got size. He's got explosiveness. The end of this year was worrisome. He was really fucking bad on the ground. Everyone kept trying to force this narrative. Like, he got back and every everyone saw like, oh, he's getting 15 to 18 touches. And, the, and they would like pinpoint one 12-yard run and be like, he's fucking bike. And it's like, he looked horrible outside of those things. Like, yes, he had a, a few nice explosive plays, but his all-around performances were really bad and people were just seeing what they wanted to see. So I'm nervous. I don't know if we ever see like the full capacity Cam Akers again. He's obviously got a lot of time to recover, but some players just don't ever like, listen, Here's the thing. If he recovers to 90% of Cam Akers, we're never going to know that that's actually not 100% Cam Akers, right? We never know, we're never going to know that because we didn't get to see 100% Cam Akers on an NFL field. So I don't know, dude. I don't know what they're going to do with the running back room. Do they keep Darrell Henderson? Do they keep Sony Michelle? Um, this is not to say I won't draft him. He's not a fade for me by any stretch of the imagination, but. I do think that we need to be weary. Like where I wanted to draft him last year before the injury, I think he was going at like 108 to 110. I was kind of on board with that. I will not take him there this year. No doubt about it. He will not be in like the first eight picks for me. If he drops like the end of the second round, you know, I'll fuck around. I'll fuck around like Verzi at the 5-2. 5-2, that's fine. Of course that's fine. Aaron Jones, Brees Hall, T. Higgy. Oh, boy.
the rookie class, it's it's tough to really have any confidence in any of these quarterbacks right now in the rookie class. Like, I would love to take Malik Willis. Problem is, if like, if he goes to Detroit, he'll probably start right away. But if he drops, like, number, I don't know, some random-ass team in, like, the teens or the 20s, they might have him sit for the entire year. So I, I'm not really comfortable enough yet to draft a guy like that. We have Matt Ryan, who I just absolutely hate drafting in fantasy. We have... Daniel Jones, who I like a little bit better. I'm pretty confident they're not taking a quarterback. So I'm going to take the upside in Daniel Jones. Hopefully they're the weekly upside, I mean, and hopefully they can like fucking stay healthy this year. Because we, we're just never going to get the chance to see that full offense, that capacity, man. We got Kadarius Toney. They re-signed Sterling Shepard, who's obviously dealing with the injury from last year. Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley. But if they can be like not the worst offensive line of all time and the offensive playmakers stay healthy – Daniel Jones has serious fantasy upside, man. He's shown us that before. He's put up multiple 30-point weeks. So as my QB3, I really uh, don't hate the way this team is shaping up right now. Murray, Hurts, Jones, Cook, Hopkins. So look at the rookie class. And we've been going deep in the rookie stuff for the last month or two. Um, I know you guys are enjoying the Dynasty and rookie content we've been putting out. Shout out to all the other creators on the channel. I've been doing good work. So we've been, we've been giving you that well-versed fucking lubed up rookie content covering Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett and these other rookie quarterbacks who zero, zero, zero faith that any of them are going to be starters off the rip. I have, a, I have faith that like two or three of them will, but I can't choose which ones will. I can guess that Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett and probably Corral are going to be the first three off the board, but who knows, man? Um, The only reason I took Hopkins was because I was stacking him with, with Kyler Murray, but like, See, you could have waited on wide receiver another six rounds, taking Darnell Mooney is going to be the Chicago wide receiver one, Michael Pittman, Cortland Sutton. Oh, man. See, he's going to be a sexy pick with Russ. Kadarius Tony. I'll probably try to stack him later. There's so many good wide receiver options later on in the draft, which is why, you know, we don't really fucking wait on that, or that's why we do wait on it. That ends interesting this year as well. Goddard, I kind of love going into the year fresh without uh oh back-to-back rookie running back picks. Love that. Going into the year fresh without Zach Ertz there. So he's he's the guy, no doubt about it. So we have Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker. For those of y'all that are new to the rookie class, these are very, very likely the top two running backs off the draft board. Brees Hall blew away the combine. Uh four three nine forty at 217 pounds. He's the best running back in this class. He is the most explosive. He's the best at best athlete, had the best production over a long period of time in college from Iowa State. Probably going to be the first running back off the board. The problem is, I don't know if any of these guys get picked even early day two. I don't think anyone goes around one. You know, Brees Hall maybe could crack the top 15 picks of round two, but these guys might go round three. I don't think so. They both performed really well at the combine enough that I think they end up going round two. But like this is not a shoo-in. This, this is not Najee Harris-type fucking energy. This is not Travis Etienne-type energy here. So uh, it's really, really tough to know where these guys go in the draft. And if, like, Kenneth Walker drops to round three, you know, end of round three, he becomes a very questionable pick in the sixth, fifth round of fantasy draft. So a little bit of risk here in the rookie class. I tend to, if I'm doing these early best ball drafts, if I'm doing early fantasy drafts that actually matter, and I'm playing for money, the value is understanding the rookie class and then drafting those guys late. Like, uh, what rookies do we have here? I don't really love Isaiah Spiller, but listen, Isaiah Spiller at 123 is some guy I'm definitely willing to take a chance on. Rashad White this late. I'm in on uh, Brian Robinson. Definitely not Kyron Williams. Zamir White is another guy that, like, in the last round of my rookie draft. Ah, Brody, good fucking pick, man. Ah, nice. I wanted, uh, I wanted ETN there bad. Has the fade on Aaron Jones gone too far? I don't think so. I think I'm going to take Elijah Mitchell here. Um, fuck, I really wanted ETN. ETN's a guy that I'm going to be very, very, very share-heavy in in 2022. With James Robinson and the Achilles injury, the new coaching staff coming in, Travis ETN removed from the injury now, such an explosive player. Um, Still, you, you got to remember that he played with Trevor Lawrence in college, man, and they were... They were like magnets, fingertip to fingertip. The ball being thrown to ETN was literally magnetism. I think Travis ETN comes in. If James Robinson is not healthy to start the year, I think ETN gets off to like a 70 reception pace. And I think he's a good runner too. So um, ETN's a guy that I will take all day in the sixth round. 
His his ADP will probably move up to like the fourth round, I think, by the time drafts start. But I, I I'm still going to be in on that for sure. Uh, Elijah Mitchell. I mean, we have basically every running back in San Francisco outside of Trey Sermon, which I don't even know if you guys would. It's like their best special team player at this point. I don't know if you consider Trey Sermon a running back there anymore. And if he's not, then all these other guys are free agents. Jeff Wilson, um, Michael Hasty, all those. Guys. I'm sure they'll Rowan Mostert. They'll probably resign one or two of those guys, but none of them hold the fucking candlestick to Elijah Mitchell. So I like Mitchell in the six for sure. We have a thoughts on Russ to Denver. Uh, I hate to be that guy, but I made a whole ass video on it. So uh, go go peep the channel after this if you want to. How it affect uh, how it affected Russ and DK and Lockett and Albert O and Noah Fant and Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Javante Williams. Bottom of the second for Hall is my guess. Yeah, I, I would say somewhere in, somewhere in like the mid to bottom second makes about makes some sense. Jones fad fade has gone too far. Yeah, part of me believes that. Uh, the other part of me is like he doesn't really have a ceiling anymore. We just like we saw zero ceiling games out of Aaron Jones once AJ Dillon was acquainted in the offense. Like it was like after week three, he had a blow up game in week three, and then after that, their workload was literally identical. You know, it was like 12 carries to Dylan, 11 carries to Aaron Jones. Jones a little bit more involved in the passing game, obviously, but in the inside the five yard line, the goal line, it was all it was all AJ Dylan, man. So the upside for Aaron Jones is, is quite, quite scary and, I, and it's not in a good way. Ooh, so we had Judy go off the board. Did Cortland Sutton go off the board? Yeah, I would take Sutton over Judy in a second with Russ there. Let's see what other running backs we got here, AJ. Kind of like AJ Dillon here, man. I feel like he's got monster upside. We can do a stack here with Devonta Smith and Jalen Hurts, but I don't really want to do that. Here, here's a stack I will do. I'll do I'll do Goddard with Jalen Hurts there in the seventh. It's probably not something I would typically do. Yeah, that was actually a really bad pick. I'm sorry. That's a bad pick because I started the run. This is a tier here. Goddard, Hawkinson, Schultz, and Knox are basically in a tier together in my humble ass opinion. And you don't want to be the person who starts a tier because they're all a tier means that they have basically the same value, right? Like you don't know who's actually going to end up being the top dog in that, in that group of dudes, but they all have the same fucking value at this point. So the fact that I took the first one there was absolute rook move. Somebody fire my ass. Whatever. We took the stike and now we don't have to really worry about tight ends until later in the draft. Damn, we're trying to sell our crypto punk, man. I don't know if any of you guys are in NFTs, so this might just sound outlandish what I'm about to say, but the Board Ape Yacht Club company bought the IP rights to CryptoPunks, which in my humble ass opinion is really bad long term. The way I looked at CryptoPunks was like a was like they were so valuable because they were just raw unadulterated, you don't touch them. Everyone complained about not having utility. I thought that was the beauty of it. I was like, they're one of the first projects, one of the first blue chip projects, probably the first blue chip project. Leave them untouched. Let them be a purely collectible item. As soon as you put them, as soon as you buy them and now they have utility, they automatically, that's, that's a line you cannot cross and go back from. There's no going bike from that. So now they're in the same lane as the Board, board Ape Yacht Clubs and now they'll always be number two. They can't have the same utility as Board Ape Yacht Clubs. And that company has already said that's going to be the number one priority of theirs. So now, yeah, just, just I mean, the punks had a had a, had a big uh, had a big pump last night, and we're trying to sell ours right now, but I hate that move for us. Yep, see, none of these tight ends went now. Hogginson, Schultz, Knox still sitting there, so I probably could have got one of them. Oh, there we go. Starting to pop off a little bit. So right now we have Murray, Hertz, Daniel Jones, Dalvin Cook, Elijah Mitchell, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm up in four picks. I'm on raw in the eighth. Seems kind of sexy. Uh, gets a little ugly after this, to be honest. Where did uh, ooh, Leonard Fournette? Interesting. He's not going to resign with Tampa. Where did Javante Williams end up going? Three two. Okay. Wow, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. 
doomsday is here. You've been exposed. We turned that CEH to MEH real fucking quick. Ah, Brody, you fucking Brooklyn bitch. Who do you guys like most out of these guys? Amon Ra, Darnell Mooney, Kadarius Tony. Rank them shits. I think you got to go Amon Ra here for sure. Even though I kind of like Tony more, to be honest, dude. Something about him just like screams massive season coming. The upside there is just too tantalizing to turn away. Good pick with uh, Mitch Trubisky there, Joey Watts. That was the other player I was debating. I didn't go wide receiver. I was thinking about Trubisky. Trubisky's probably, that's how you know this, this QB class is sus as fuck. The fact that Mitch Trubisky is like the hottest name out there right now, he's probably going to end up getting uh, a starting job somewhere. And obviously that rushing upside is going to make him a viable fantasy quarterback. So he's he's like Mitch Trubisky will be the best pick in this format. In this particular draft, in this format on underdog, Mitch Trubisky will be the GOAT pick in the eighth, ninth round. You're getting a mobile starting, likely starting quarterback in the eighth, ninth round. So easy. So, yeah, Underdog's a wonderful platform. You should all go sign up. And, again, the link is the first thing in the description. If you're on Google, you're on Apple, it's going to take you straight to the App Store. You'll download it there. Deposit 10 bucks. Use the promo code BDGE. You'll have $20 to play with. You could do two of these drafts. Or you could do seven $3 best ball drafts that aren't super flex, but they're still sexy. They're still fun. They're still a good-ass time. You don't need our tight end. I wonder if getting like two of these mid-range tight ends is 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 a fucking vibe. Yo, Allen Robinson, the disrespect. All the way down at 117. This might seem crazy. I should probably take CEH here. I kind of want to take Knox. I'm going to take Knox. Fuck it. We're doing weird shit. We're doing weird shit. All right? Because Buffalo, I mean, they got Gabriel Davis on the come up, but Sanders won't be bike. I don't think Cole Beasley is going to be bike either. So uh, Knox can move into like a really, really high-end fantasy option. I think, what did he finish as last year? He had to be like top six at least. He was the, all right, half PPR, he was the tight end nine. It's like five points away from being top six. If you look at it on a points per game basis, he was number eight. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. 71 targets, 49 catches, 587 on the yardage, nine touchdowns. Obviously, that's not repeatable. We tied Kelsey, Hunter Henry, and Mark Andrews for the league lead amongst amongst the tight ends. But, like, listen, what's the common denominator there between all those offenses? Probably outside of New England. You have Dawson Knox in Buffalo. You have Travis Kelsey in KC. You have Mark Andrews in Baltimore. Like, yes, touchdowns are not repeatable or predictable, but when you're in a really good fucking high-powered offense, yes, the uh, touchdown opportunities are predictive and repeatable. So I could see Knox, you know, ripping another 8 to 10 touchdown season off easily. Easily. Yeah. We are at the midway mark. Brandon Cooks, really good pick at 9-11. I forgot he was sitting there, man. Godwin, he's got the ACL, so that's questionable. Questionable. 
Garrett Wilson. Love Garrett Wilson. The top three wide receivers in this class are fucking dynamite, man. Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, and Drake London are all just fascinating. They're all so good in every aspect of the game. With the ball in their hands, making contested catches, just everything about it, man, is just so intriguing. What do we got? Two wide receivers. I wonder if Marcus Mariota gets a shot. After this next pick, we're going to rip off some Q&A. Drop some, drop some questions. Drop some questions about my questionable lifestyle choices. Kareem Hunt. Oh, that's a good pick in the 10th. forgot he was. Wait, see, he's not hurt. Why does he, why is Kareem Hunt going in the 10th round? They re-signed Dearness Johnson. I'm not really sure that means what everybody acts like it means on Twitter. I mean, it could, right? Like, they re-signed Dearness Johnson, but also, like, it cost them, like, a million bucks. You know, they've dealt with a lot of running back injuries. Maybe they just like to have good players on their team. Maybe maybe they've seen over the last couple of years when Dearness Johnson gets in there, he's a really good player. So they're just like, we'd like to keep that on our fucking roster. You know, that's what that could mean. doesn't necessarily mean they're trading Kareem Hunt or cutting him. Like, every single time a roster move happens, like, everyone on Twitter needs to be like, they're cutting the fucking starter. I'm surprised, like, Mitch Trubisky gets a one-year deal with back in Buffalo. They're going to be like, Josh Allen. Yeah. Sorry. Tony Pollard or Shot Penny? I feel like Pollard's probably another dynamite pick in this kind of format because, again, you need that upside, man. And if uh, and if Zeke, if his tank runs out like it did last year, Pollard's going to be in for a monster finish to the season. With Albert O. So Albert O's an intriguing pick to me. He's still like, I'm not taking Albert O over uh over Fryermuth. Uh definitely not over Zach Ertz. We'll see where Logan Thomas comes in. I guess he's playing with Wentz. Eh. Um yeah, I'm not getting like crazy high in Albert O right now. I would take those other solidified players first over him, but I get the upside. It's intriguing. Rashad Penny, I was not a fan of him. I made a video a couple weeks ago about five uh, running backs that you want to sell in Dynasty, and he was on there. There's just so many variables now that he doesn't have rust there, even if he does sign in Seattle, sign back with Seattle. That'd be a problem. All right, let's see. It. Um, good afternoon. Just your friendly neighborhood underdog degenerate addict here. Let's go. Why do you keep doing that? Did Cooper get traded or is it still up in the air? It's still, no, he did not get traded yet. Godwin at almost round 10. What You have to remember, Godwin towards ACL at the end of the year. He might not be back until like October. Are you an Alex Pierce fan? I'm assuming you mean Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. And yes, I am. Uh, in the mock draft, we did, if you guys are in dynasty leagues or in rookie, you have rookie drafts coming up. We did a full four round mock draft, super flex rookie draft. Uh, yesterday on the channel, with a lot of really sharp people, like Ray GQ, the Noah, Mike Me Up, um, Kyle Yates, Jared Wackerly, like a lot of a lot of really sharp people in the industry. So if you're trying to get fucking zooted up for your rookie drafts, man. We did it. I took Alec Pierce. He was my fourth round pick. I don't think you're gonna be able to get him the fourth in the fourth round, honestly, when rookie drafts really come around, but I'm a big fan of him from Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, listen, I'm I'm more on the side of of thinking that he's not a good quarterback with everything he's shown, but he's going to be a good value. Like, if a team starts him, he's going to be fantasy usable. And in the ninth round, that's that's what's up. Was good with FB God? Uh, I can't say. That's uh, that's on on him. I don't think he can announce it until um, next week or whatever. But but I'll tell you what, if you come back and, and watch this part again, there will be a little bit of irony to it. Are we on the clock? Are we on the air? Uh, yeah, I probably need to start looking at wide receivers again now. So, Rashad Bateman. I really like Chris Olave. Christian, so, Christian Kirk, the reports are coming out that he's going to command a really big contract. And you know what? I love that. I'm going to I'm going to take him here in the 11th. And Robert Woods is also coming off a torn ACL. So, guys, there are a lot of players coming off of serious injuries. So, be very fucking careful if you're drafting this early. Michael Gallup coming off a torn ACL. 
a lot of these guys are going to miss a lot of time in the season. Christian Kirk is going to command a, you know, 13, 14, 15 million dollar per year contract. That is that is auto like high end wide receiver two, if not wide receiver one on a team money. So he's automatically stepping into a really, really prominent role, a better role that he had in Arizona, like off the rip. If he ends up like, well, I don't know what if he, what if he ends up in Green Bay as the number two there? What if that happens? You know, if he ends up in a really good spot, man, Kirk can Kirk can have some real value this deep in the draft. Traded Henry for Chenault Jacobs and a 23 first 10-man PPR dynasty. I'm assuming you mean Derrick Henry. Uh, if you're rebuilding, I'm kind of fine with it, even though Jacobs is not really a rebuilding piece. LaVisca Chenault kind of stinks. The 23 first is really valuable, but Henry is fucking Derrick Henry. Um, it's going to depend on what your team makeup is right now, but I'm, I'm leaning towards Derrick Henry only because those other pieces are kind of I don't want to say non-factors, but they're not very appealing in Dynasty to me. Is Noah pregnant? Listen. If he is, throwing him down the staircase. Love how Brady is ranked higher than Brady can retire this year. Brady could stay retired this year and he'll probably put up better fantasy numbers in lock. 12th round. Oh man, they really extended these drafts to 20 rounds. We're we're in for it this year, dude. Oh, boy. Oh, fuck. Uh, Rondell Moore, absolutely not. Kenny Gaudet, Corey Davis, Willie Fuller. Jeez, wide receivers got ugly... Real quick. Holy ball sack. Oh man, we're gonna time out. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go com- let's go all New York Giants. Fuck, I missed my pick. Ugh. Ugh. Well, at least we stacked the entire Arizona offense. You know what? He might get more play this year. I think AJ Green and Christian Kirk are both gone. Fucking plot twist, baby. Spin zone. All in on Rondell Moore. I was out five minutes, five seconds ago, but I'm, I've never been more in on a player. Must draft player. I'm doing 10 must draft videos in August, and every one of them is Rondell Moore in the fucking thumbnail. We out here. So we got Rondell. We got Kyler. We've got DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, Arizona, please get your shit together. You know what's going to end up happening? Kyler Murray is going to do some dumb shit and like end up not being a Cardinal by the time fucking August rolls around. I'm going to have Chad Henney, some... Loser throwing these guys the ball. Rashad White, I like that pick. Rashad White's a guy who definitely uh, has been winning this offseason. Really good combine. Kid at Arizona State. And he has a chance to to creep into day two. I think he can get some third-round draft capital. If he goes like the Falcons or something, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Where would you take Javante if they re-sign Melvin? If they re-sign Melvin, Javante probably becomes like a end of third round pick, I would say. I think they almost definitely let him take over like the reins as uh, the big runner. But you also, you know, you got Nathaniel Hackett. I don't want to start like connecting dots that aren't there. But you got Nathaniel Hackett coming over as the head coach from Green Bay. And he did just witness the the timeshare between Aaron Jones and and A.J. Dillon, so we could, you know, see another 50-50 timeshare split, which would be detrimental to the mental health of many, many fantasy players out there. So let's just all hope Melvin Gordon goes, catches a bag in, like, Miami or something. Guy, he's had a tough he's had a tough NFL career so far in terms of, you know, just the adversity he's had to deal with. Um, so 
Let's hope he catches the bag. Let's hope Javante gets the workhorse role, and let's all just have a good-ass time. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. I don't care what anyone thinks, but Hurts will shine this year. Obviously, why? I mean, like, why, why do you think he's going to be... Why do you think he's going to be... Uh... Like, why do you think he's going to be better this year than he was last year? Like, he was good last year. He was the fucking quarterback six. Kenny Gainwell is another guy I kind of like grabbing in these later rounds as well because a lot of the Philly backs are going to be gone. Uh, we're running out of time again. God damn it. Who did I want before? I don't even remember. This is fucking disgusting by me. We're one draft. We're one underdog draft into 2022, and we already have two auto picks. We already have two auto picks. We're one draft in. Oh, it's going to be a long summer. Um, Kirk is about to resign for $15 million a year. It was tweeted about an hour ago. Oh, I saw that tweet. I was just out here fucking headline reading like a scrub. I thought it said that he's going to command that type of money in the market. Are they they're planning on resigning him? Underdog needs a dynasty tourney. Uh, you definitely didn't miss out. I, I, that's probably very far off their radar right now. If I had to guess, I have Chubb, Mitchell, and Javante. Now Jacobs picking out one hundred three, two hundred three, and three hundred three. That's a beautiful fucking lineup you got there. Then Chubb, Javante, and Mitchell, and Jacobs just as your second flex. That's kind of beautiful. One hundred three, two hundred three. You'll be able to get two good running backs at one hundred three and two hundred three if you wanted to. But obviously, you can get quarterbacks or wide receivers there. I'm loving my team. Yeah, that makes one of us. A third auto pick would be on brand. Yeah, true. We'll probably there's seven rounds left. I'm assuming we'll have like three of those will be auto drafts. Would you trade for Zach Wilson over drafting any quarterback in this year's draft? Um, if he was a prospect in this year's draft, he would be it. For me, he would be above all of them with the caveats, the caveats that Malik Willis is not like a top 15 pick. If Malik Willis goes like number two, if he goes number seven or eight or nine, I would take Malik Willis in fantasy over Zach Wilson. If, um, if he doesn't, I would take Zach. Zach Wilson will probably be my QB one in this class, which should tell you a lot. What I like about Wilson, I, I don't even know if I think he's going to be good, but like I like that the Jets are all in on building around him. Like They have slowly been putting together very much the same attack plan that the Buffalo Bills did with Josh Allen. You know, He's a questionable accuracy, whatever, but they were like, we're going to give him as many weapons as possible, tight ends, wide receivers, running backs, and build an offensive line for him. And that's what the Jets have been doing. So it's hard to be really, really bad while the team is putting together a lot of you know, sexy things for you. It's like, you know how ugly you got to be if you're wearing Victoria's Secret lingerie and where are we at right now? We've got five wide receivers. Love Khalil fucking Herbert, dude. I love that guy so much. Marcus Mariota. Mariota's a pretty good pick in this format, too. I'm going to go with uh, Khalil Herbert here. I have a feeling he's going to be my RB4 and 5 in many, many drafts this year on Underdog. He was one of my favorite like late round guys going into last year in rookie drafts. And then as soon as he got on the field this year, man, he was he was really, really good for Chicago. Obviously, he's not really going to carve out a role with David Montgomery there, but man, he'll be the RB2. And uh I think he's good enough to make his way onto the field. He was also a returner in college, so maybe they use him in that role and that just gets him on the field a little bit more. You never know. You never ever know. Is Cohen droppable in Dynasty? Uh yeah, I'm probably fine getting rid of him. Yeah, Koenig, why are you fucking lying to me? I already have enough. I My brain's already in a fucking blender. I don't need the comments lying to me now. Update, according to NBC Sports, Kirk is being regarded as a top three free agent wide receiver, and it's unlikely he stays with Arizona since he's wanting $15 million a year. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, I said he was going to sign elsewhere for $15 million a year. Christian Kirk hasn't got a contract, just projection. I know! I know! Get me fucking started. 
don't want to see me like this for the rest of the video. You don't want it. It's not good for your family. We're bike. All right, let's uh let's take a look at the board, maybe, you know. See something that like happens in fantasy drafts. You guys can't really see the board. We can look at the last like four four or five rounds, I think. There you go. Brady off the board. A great pick, honestly. Probably a really sharp pick in this format where it's like you're not gonna win the tournament anyway, so you might as well just do an out bunch of outlandish fraudulent sus shit. Brady comes bike, player. Absolute fucking player. You guys didn't know that, right? Tom Brady, good at football. Uh, we're going to need some more wide receivers, man. And I really don't like LaVisca. Josh Palmer's fine, but they resigned Mike Williams. Odell Beckham's with torn ACL. Martin Jones, they're going to take some fucking. Let's just go Robbie Anderson in case uh, in case Deshaun Watson goes to Carolina. What, a, what an egregious pick. I should have taken Alan Lazard or Nico Collins, honestly. Really bad pick by me because, like, the same argument I said against drafting Deshaun Watson, he might be suspended for like six to eight games. I just made an argument for a really bad player on the backbone of Deshaun Watson being the quarterback. So now we just have a really bad player who might not have a good quarterback for those six to eight weeks if this outlandish thing even happens. That was the most reach pick of all time. Feeling like fucking Michael Jordan in Space Jam on that last dunk. You know, bitch, I do it. Yeah, yeah. Hey Tyler, if you can make a pick, that'd be uh be huge for the for the program. Thanks, man. We appreciate you. Uh, Odell, Sam Darnold, Sky Moore, Brian Robinson, two rookies that I kind of, I don't really like Brian Robinson that much, but some NFL team is going to love Brian Robinson. Because he fights for yards, bro. Because he falls forward. Fucking idiots. So now we got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Doing Monday Night Football. That's cute. At least I have no use for Advil PM anymore. By the way, since we've gone into the office, we've been going fucking ham on TikTok. So if you're not following us on TikTok, it's probably for the best, but it'd be cool if you did. We're uh, at BDGE double underscore. That's where you can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. Literally been in the office for like two weeks and made 600 TikToks. Okay. Uh, and what I, oh, I like that Dan Arnold pick a lot. He's like my breakout tight end pick for the year, I think. We definitely need another wide receiver. Oh, I guess it's 20 rounds now, so we've got some time. But those guys I like are still left. Devontae Parker is not bad. Nico Collins. I like Nico Collins a little bit. Um, Alan Zard. Let's go, Alan. The fuck? What the fuck is this? Oh my god! Who are you gonna take? That wasn't on me. You guys saw that. That's fucking bullshit. Underdog. Expect a couple DMs. Expect my lawyer to be in contact. We're going to court for this. Josh Palmer, shame. Uh, honestly, I'm fine with Josh Palmer. He's just he's just like not exciting because Mike Williams resigned. I would have loved Josh Palmer this year if Mike Williams didn't fuck around and catch a bag. What do we got going on in the chat? 
Whereas you got to relax. You got to relax with the fucking Robbie Anderson propaganda. Would you rather have Antonio Gibson or the 102? Mm. That depends on who you think is going 101. Uh, I would pro- It's really close. Gibson would probably be like the RB2 in this class for me. Um, and he'd be right there in the 102 spot. But you can usually just get better value with the pick than you can with a player trading. So I would probably give a really, really slight lean to the 102. What quarterback would you take Watson at if he was suspended for six games? Um, in this type of format where it's a tournament, probably up in like the six to eight range. Draft is starting. The drafts was fucking gross at 101. Draft started to get gross as soon as the draft started. You could have just fucking took out like three words of that sentence and it would have made sense still. ESPN must really be pushing the Manning cast. Yeah, they extended him big money. I think there's like a lot left to be desired there with the Manning cast. Uh, that wasn't something I always wanted to tune in for. Brevin Jordan. Good pick with Brevin Jordan. I like that. I like that. Ooh, Isaiah McKenzie. See, I keep getting all these Buffalo pass catchers. That's a lie. I literally have one Buffalo pass catcher. I like McKenzie if Emmanuel Sanders is gone, but they might take a wide receiver. Uh, let's take another running back. Who we got here? Gaskin. Oh, Keyshawn Vaughn makes a lot of fucking sense all the way down here. There was, there was a report that came out a couple of days ago that both uh, Rojo and Fournette are probably going to walk. So that would put Vaughn in line at least for early down work. So I, I think in the 17th round, he's definitely someone that you should be targeting if he's going to keep falling this low. The Manning cast, like, I yeah, I couldn't really stand it, dude. They just kept, it, it, it was like when, when me and Animal and Snacks did fade the public over Zoom for a while. Like when COVID started and then when everyone just got lazy anyways, like it, it was just a shitty production show because you just keep talking over each other. And then, you know, you'd like them to do it in the, in an office together, but then, you know, that just kind of becomes like a normal broadcast. But the point of the point, the reason that like the Manning cast becomes so polarizing is because what they need to do, these sports fucking teams and these sports leagues need to give broadcasting rights and commercial rights to individual creators like myself and like the Jake Pauls and like any creator out there because you're trying to customize the experience for the customer just like any fucking industry and any product in real life everything gets more and more customizable down to the actual consumer you want to customize it as much as you possibly fucking can and this opens up a whole new bro just any any person or any individual that streams it just take the profits from it like i would gladly give up any of the money i made off of youtube from a fucking stream if you allowed me to put the game on the screen i know the money's absurd that they get from the commercial rights but they could do that it's just broken down into more individualized it would get way more eyes on the product it would get way more people into it if you just allowed individual people to do it that's why i think what barcel was going to do with the arizona bowl was going to be so game-changing because they were going to actually be able to like control the production of a game from a normal fucking brand and media brands standpoint that like normal people can relate to outside of just like the fucking suits and the big wigs, man. I can't believe like we're still so far behind in that technology to the point where we're not allowed to stream those games. This feels like something we're going to look back on in 20 years and be like, I can't believe we only got to watch Joe. It, it, it was like a cable television 40 years ago. If that was even when it was created, like, Oh, we're only allowed to watch these seven channels. Like that seems fucking barbaric barbaric now that's how we're going to look at game simulcast fucking streaming stuff and the manning cast like the first of the kind sort of to be able to pull that off facts now we got the office we're going to be doing hella live streams good pick brody with zamir white Devontae parker am i missing something with parker is he hurt? Did he like tear his ACL or some shit? Why is this? Why is the goat still sitting there? By the goat, I mean Jordan Love. I'm gonna take Parker. Uh-uh. I I agree with this to a point. 
it starts to take away from the game and I stop paying attention to the game entirely. Sometimes when they keep like cutting each other off, it starts to like, I start to forget that I'm watching a football game, which I guess is good and bad, but Flinker, Flinker Dinker. IVTN, Dobbins, Corey Davis, Godwin, A. Robinson, Bateman, and the 102. Would you go Breezy Hall if available? If not, yeah. I mean, Bre- Breezy Hall is my 101 in all formats, so yes. Um, and then, I mean, it depends. I don't know if it's super flex, so if Malik Willis goes early, I would probably take Malik Willis. Otherwise, I have Traylon Burks as my wide receiver, too. Drake London, Garrett Wilson are all in that next tier, and then Kenneth Walker. I posted my uh, my rankings on Twitter and Instagram a couple days ago. So I did my first like tiered rankings all four rounds. So 48 rookies ranked up on Twitter, up on Instagram. So if you guys need any help with rookie stuff, that's on there. Does Minshew get the chance to be a bridge quarterback for a franchise? Uh, Is he still in Philly right now? Or is that just a one-year deal? I don't even remember. All right. We are into the 19th round. Typically, the underdog drafts for a long time, they had it up until 18 rounds. But I guess with the Super, even before the Superflex, when they were doing uh, drafts in 2022, they started at um, 18 rounds. Or 20 rounds, sorry. So these are deep. We got to make sure you got some stamina. Make sure you're like four caffeinated drinks into it like I am. I got to get to this fucking apartment soon. I even forgot about the time. Um, what do we got? Three quarterbacks, five running backs, eight wide receivers. We should probably. T- uh, the only listen, fucking Mason Rudolph's probably going to be the starter in Pittsburgh. So I'll take him as just a random starting quarterback because I think you should take four in this format. I really do. I like the makeup of my team right now. Four quarterbacks in terms of just like a straight roster. Four quarterbacks, five running backs, eight wide receivers, two tight ends. So now we have the 20th round where we can get a sixth running back. We can get a third tight end. Going with Goddard Knox makes me not want to take a third tight end. We can grab a ninth wide receiver. My wide receivers are pretty weak, so maybe taking a ninth wide receiver would be good. But everyone's kind of, all my positions are kind of weak because I went quarterback heavy. So let's see what we got wide receiver and running back wise. I really like, you know, Benjamin. Now that I said that, when you fuckers are going to take him. It's fine. It's a fucking deep fake anyways. Didn't Brian Robinson already go off the board? Didn't he get picked? I think they got some sort of, not a glitch, but like. Brian, I think there's a Brian Robinson and a Brian Robinson Jr., Pringle, John Mitchie. Say Jones had a nice little finish to the end of the year. Going on this list that I really love is a breakout. I do have my eye on another running back that I'm not going to say because I know Brody's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, I do it. Damian Pierce. Really like Damian Pierce out of Florida. He's going to be a good pro. He's going to be a good professional running bike. Of course you did, Brody. Of course you fucking piece of shit. Should probably take Darrell Williams, honestly. But no, we're gonna take Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris was not a guy I liked, but both Noah and Ray loved him. Guy was broke out as a sophomore in the SEC. Ended up having like elite burst at the combine. He's gonna run a good forty yard time, so he's gonna be a really good athlete. He's like two hundred twenty pounds, so. He's got the build of being like a Damian Harris mold, but faster with more long speed. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a chance at the end of the year somewhere to to break out a little bit. Uh, so that's going to wrap it up, y'all. And I hope you enjoyed. We'll be doing underdog drafts weekly, probably going forward for now. 
And uh, if you want to draft with me, make sure that you are signed up on Underdog, of course. Go hit that fucking pick them. They got uh, the kid on Duke or whatever at .5 points tonight. But make sure that when you deposit money, you use the promo code BDGE, and they're going to they're gonna match. They're going to match whatever you've got. This is the final team. Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones, Mason Rudolph, Dalvin Cook, Elijah Mitchell, Tony Pollard, Kula Herbert, Keyshawn Vaughn, Kevin Harris, DeAndre Hopkins, Amon Ross St. Brown, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, Corey Davis, Robbie Anderson, Josh Palmer, Devontae Parker, Dallas Goddard, Dawson Knight. You know what? I actually kind of like this team. I, I think it's a pretty well-rounded fucking team. I'm proud of myself. I usually hate every underdog team I pick especially the ones where I'm on live streams because I always absolutely get decimated by these auto picks. Um, but this is one of my the teams that I actually don't hate. Okay? Um, yeah, so make sure you, you download Underdog. Use promo code BDG. 100% deposit match. That's that. Let me uh, open up this stream. Girl. Oh. All right, y'all. Uh, that's it. Thank you for hanging out with me, man. And make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're new. And would be a really big help for us. Podcast space is growing tremendously. So if you can hop on iTunes or Spotify if you're listening, or if you're just on YouTube and you want to just be a fucking beast and help us out, please go to um, one of the podcast apps preferably Spotify right now, actually. I think we're listed second in fantasy football. But go leave a, a five-star rating and review. That would be tremendous, and I would love you forever. And because I'm probably going to die at some point tonight, that's not for that long, but I'll love you for the rest of my life. I love you, for real. Goodbye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.